0: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Ready to start talking to your kids about financial literacy? Meet Greenlight, the debit card and money app that teaches kids and teens how to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest with your guardrails in place. Parents can send instant money transfers, automate allowance, and more. Plus, keep an eye on spending with real-time notifications. Join more than 6 million parents and kids building healthy financial habits together on Greenlight. Get your first month free at greenlight.com slash ACAST. That's greenlight.com slash ACAST.
1: Since 2013, Bombus has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness.
3: Allison, it is for us a Sunday evening into Monday. All right, I listened to all the shows. I bet you didn't hear any of the shows today. I, did not I heard hear any all shows. the shows today. Nope. And, and I'm
2: probably in a much better mental place for it, to well, be honest. Well, yeah.
3: here's a consensus the consensus is that, um, that everybody thinks we should do more with Ukraine, that the left is still saying that uh, well well, first here's the here's the crappy part of course or or the cynical part is that people are still suggesting that trump somehow had something to do with this and trump wanted to stop him from getting weapons (coughs) and trump undoubtedly is that people can't just leave it alone and just realize this is not a trump got an a plus on the ukraine test because there was no russians invading ukraine when trump was president so that's all that matters so i'm sorry everybody that, 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 that people can't let this go um, but the other thing was that the – it's an interesting position now is mm-hmm. thats that you've now got the media asking questions saying, well, it's very interesting how this trend is going. The media loves Zelensky, obviously. Of course. And now asking, saying, what if Zelensky comes to terms with the Russians, lets them have the – what's that called? The blockensflug flock on the right-hand side over there?
2: Crimea,
3: no the Donbass? other yes Donbass, right okay. <clears throat> region, and and it does that to because you know, the civilian centers are being targeted with missiles now, etc. And and what if they give him? And what if he comes to a deal with the Russians, saying let's uh, the, saying sure you can have the Donbass, and we'll just call Crimea yours officially, etc. And I'll stay out of the you um, uh, NATO. The new creeping question is, should the U.S. be okay with that because that is rewarding the Russians for their aggression?
2: Well, right, but at some point the pressure is on Ukraine and on Zelensky to accept some sort of deal just to stop this horrific war that's happening and destroying the country completely. You know, yeah. like, do you just let Putin have some parts and so that people stop dying? You know, well, even but, though, yes, that rewards the bad guys, right?
3: Yeah, but my, but my feeling is is that it, it's none of your GD business. Even though, of course, he's now getting help from the world, so the world feels a little more empowered that it should have a say. It's none of your GD business. He's there on the ground. He's not doing this remotely, like De Gaulle. You know, he's not doing this from Camp David. He's there on the ground in Kiev, and he's there fighting the fight. And if he wants to give away the Donbass, whatever, why don't we give away the freaking Donbass? This is already a... This has been horrifically bad for Putin. And the idea that he's using now these freaking subatomic, whatever, missiles, now that he's using heavy warfare, it, it, there is a speculation that, that Putin's running out of stuff
2: mm-hmm. yeah,
3: to hurl at these guys. So he's using bigger stuff and hoping that it brings these people to their knees, etc., I think that the the issue is is that the Russian military that's in there let's say it's hundred and thirty thousand whatever, mm-hmm. whatever they're outgunned now yeah the population are hundreds of thousands of people with machine guns with body armor with uh missiles with grenades with with uh <clears throat> well you know everything from molotov cocktails to to javelin missiles and they have been feasting on russian tanks I and mean, russia doesn't have the capacity right. to to tell, the, to tell their own version of ford motor company to roll more tanks off the floor they don't have that they don't have an industrial complex that's set to create a huge mechanized uh, you know multitude they don't have that these guys you know i've heard recently there's part of me thinking about this that's saying is that, yes, the Russians can still destroy the cities and fire at maternity wards and do horrific, nightmarish things. But there's another part of me that says it's the it's the scene from um, A Bronx Tale. It's that Nayuz can't leave is happening.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, there and there's more stuff going on that you know I've been seeing conflicting things. Like, did you see that this river has been flooded now, maybe partially no. this Urpin <clears throat> River Valley, like near, um, near Kiev, and that it's unclear whether maybe like the Ukrainians are flooding it to stop Russian tanks, or if maybe the Russians are flooding it as some sort of sabotage but something's obviously going on there there's all kinds of machinations happening now you know I've been seeing sort of um, conflicting reports on this stuff but clearly so you know so I'm seeing like some reports on this urban river in Kiev the occupiers destroyed a dam that protected the villages from flooding but then I'm also seeing You know that that maybe the the Ukrainians did this to like sabotage the Russians here. So I I don't know what's going on, but there's a lot of this kind of you know screwing with the environment. You know, like the guy was Mm -hmm. saying when you had him on, who was talking about you know getting in the way of the tanks making it so they can't get through that a lot of that stuff is happening as well like it's not just about weaponry at some point and it's about also if the russians can get food to their troops it's about if they can continue to get them ammunition like there's they're having a lot of logistical problems it's obviously been way more difficult than they want it to be um i don't that being said, like they have continued to make progress over mm-hmm. time, and I think probably Putin's going to end up getting at least some of what he wants here.
3: Uh yeah, I guess so. I guess so. But it it, uh, it is at one hell of a cost. I can't imagine domestically what that will what that will mean. I can't imagine. <clears throat> I don't know the... The um, supposedly are supposedly the oligarchs don't have any centralized power, but it c- kind of seems unlikely. That's true. I mean, these are the guys who just were handed out, dealt, given out the industry when the Soviet Union broke up. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's supposed what I'm what I'm what I keep seeing and hearing is that they supposedly don't have any real power in government. But if they've got all the money, then they've got power. And this is a a kleptocratic state we've decided right right that everybody would be on the take in one way or another um but uh who knows i mean i love this idea i do think that still in remember remember that then people should remember this as well is that it has not been democrats in recent months who were pushing those are our guinea hands yes apologize for those we're getting rid of those by the way I I came to a decision tonight we'll talk about that later Uh, but, but once again, you know, the, the Democrats voted down a a measure to at the beginning of the year, Ted Cruz's measure to help Ukraine and they have, it it, it has not, the idea that this is a, that the Democrats who have up-armored this guy. No, the
2: whole thing's absurd. Not everything is about Trump mm. like it is in their fantasy world, where every battle goes back to mean evil Trump and good RGB and Hillary Clinton in pantsuits or whatever imaginary land they have. Like, this is actually a real war with real stuff happening, and it's not cut and dry black and white related to our politics. So it you just can't fit it into that narrative. It's not something that's possible. And... It's just dumb people doing that. And it's just as dumb for people on the right to try and fit it into that narrative as well, to, like, embrace that. Like, when you have little twenties and whoever being openly pro-Putin and pro-Russian takeover of Ukraine, you know, the, that's just as stupid a take because Putin also sucks. Like, you know, it can be right. possible that Zelensky cannot be, like, fully on the up-and-up and the country's corrupt and, you know but it can also be true that putin's terrible and this is a terrible war it just doesn't not everything fits in your box not everything is part of your grand battle that is going on um you know i because even people who are like some of these like Christian writers will think like, oh well Russia's so trad or whatever because they're a religious country. Russia's like it, I mean traditionally Russia is a very religious country. There's still a lot of very religious people there. There are a lot of great saints that come from there, but church attendance in Russia is like not high. And they have like one of the highest abortion rates in the world. They're not a, they're not an exemplary like Christian, nationalist state whatever you want to think about that i mean they're they're still bearing the huge costs of being a communist country for as long as they were and are just i mean they're really a lost country in so many ways and a great a once great country truly but but so so lost and and putin is obviously not a good character i and i don't i don't think most people who are russian think that maybe some do maybe some like putin i i mean i assume some do but but i think that you know if you're certainly like a religious russian person you wouldn't have a lot of love lost for putin because he's a kgb guy right that's soviet union they persecuted the church for decades it's not i mean they the, the bolsheviks like killed <laughs> saints the church <coughs> martyred them right. you know so that this is not he's not a good guy he's not like the new czar right that which is like what some people want to turn him into that's not what he is he's not like some beneficent monarch he's terrible he's a thug and a gangster
3: yeah so it's an interesting time anyway <clears throat> um and we'll see i mean at this point I, I biden missed the ball initially he's still being wimpy he called putin a war criminal so if putin's a war criminal doing war crimes then doesn't that require us to up action or does it not but that's what he said on the road and i just think that he's whatever but i mean at this point generally i'm uh, i'm i'm fine with the what the administration is doing i just think they should do more and give figure out the poland planes thing the maids figure this out okay it's like come on guys just just make the planes go there. If you wanted to make the planes go there, you could make the planes go there. We do right. shady sh- all the time. Let's do some shady stuff, okay? God. <clears throat> Speaking of the church, Alice, a controversy.
2: A controversy?
3: And at out- a theater near me? controversy.
2: I don't think there's a controversy. Mm-hmm.
3: Well, tell the people.
2: There's not a controversy. Mm-hmm. I don't want to step on anything and announce anything over. You don't? Everybody. No.
3: <clears throat> what is it it's a secret?
2: I don't know. I don't think it's been announced officially.
3: It hasn't? I don't think so. We can't say anything about this? I don't know. Alice, it's not like, I mean, <clears throat> there's a chance Alice is going to be making an appearance on a podcast. This week. Correct. Correct. The the, the Yes, correct. I just don't see why the change happened. And I think it's interesting. But I can't talk about it because, God forbid, Alice... Well, I don't Alice,
2: think it's an issue. I really don't.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> what is up with that?
2: I don't think it's an issue. All
3: right. Let's move over to Disney World and Disneyland. Disney World, Disney World today is apologizing for having the Indianettes do, um, from Texas do cheerleadings because you can't have the Indianettes because you can't have Indians... Because you can't have anything that says Indians because that somehow hurts uh, yoga moms. Right. In, it's in, a high
2: school cheerleading team.
3: Right. so you can't. Right, and so yoga moms get their feelings hurt because they're trying to show how important they are and how um, and how contrite they are about how bad their forebears were in stealing the, the land of the Indians and doing all this stuff. So the the Indianettes can't play. Were did the cheer thing at Disney, and now
2: <clears throat> they are in, in videos of the performance posted on Twitter. Members of the team are seen tapping their hands over their mouths and whooping as a drum pounds in the background.
3: <clears throat> this is um, this is I'm sorry. This is not quite Liam Thomas swimming, but it's also make pretend.
2: Well, right, because everybody who's at least my age and older knows that they all did that as kids and nobody
3: was harmed. Right. And there was a bunch of Indian war whoops, which is something that happened and other antagonizing noises. is something that happened. And it was part of, and part of these were part of the attacks during King Philip's war where Indians, uh, savagely murdered, raped, pillaged all sorts of settlers, colonists overnight in a surprise sneak attack. Mm-hmm. In a series of attacks where they terrorized everybody up here. And it just happens to be true. Sorry, it's true. The Pequot Massacre, also true. Mm-hmm. But, and this is just just ridiculous. I'm just sick of, I'm, I'm effing sick of this crap. If you want to say that the Indians got genocided out of their native homes during the uh, Trail of Tears, etc. Mm-hmm. I will say that on the merits, that is probably true. I will say that it's true. I, I will also say that it's a way big oversimplification, but I don't think Andrew Jackson should have j- j- just moved the Indians along.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Now, was it a long and interesting story? Yes, indeed. They paid off a whole bunch of the Indians, probably most of them, to assimilate into society. And most of the Indians said, "Up, oh, we'll do it, absolutely. No, no doubt. Because it's nice having creature comforts, you know, right. and, and not having to you know, eat squirrel, you know, it necessarily. That's true, Alice.
2: Did I tell you about when I went on the trip to Quebec in middle school? No. And um, one of the things we visited was like an Indian reservation place Mm -hmm. in Canada where we learned about the indigenous people of Canada. And this was also like the meal portion of the field trip for that trip. So this was like dinner for that day. And they served acorn soup. And there was not salt available because it was not authentic
3: sounds delicious Uh, so but but you know i'm not even trying to cast aspersions there's no doubt that the colonists conquered the indians and western expansion which we're all enjoying the bounty of and i have no regrets of including
2: indians who are alive now are enjoying the bounty of that
3: well right but there's no doubt that for the indian populations that by and large, uh, uh, their livelihoods were upended and crushed, and it is, <clears throat> and that th- th- the real crime I think is to not not have encouraged or almost required assimilation, because life on the reservation ain't great, right? It's not, but I understand that this is a, makes, but it's, it's
2: but that's <clears throat> just the nature of our government too, right? Is it's the same thing that happens with the VA? Is we is our stupid government finds like a special group of people that they're like we really owe this group of people let's do something good for them whether it's like veterans or Native Americans or whoever so they're like we're gonna take extra good care of you and like anybody who thinks that the government should be doing more for us or doing more in our lives should check out like a VA hospital or an Mm -hmm. Indian reservation because they're both (coughs) massive cautionary tales in how terrible the government is at doing everything and how we should absolutely not want them involved in anything that they do because they've ruined lives by doing this.
3: Well I agree and I do also agree that where where people like Jackson took um took liberties, blew off the Supreme Court's own findings mm-hmm. and just committed these atrocities against Indians and uprooted them and, and it, it, this this if, once again it's just that there's some there's genocideism <clears throat> can have pretty catastrophic, you know, whatever. Uh, that I do think, and I think a lot of them have been made whole in some kind of reparation fashion. Mm-hmm. Um, but the story is not simple. It is not simple. You know, right. there's a reason why it was thought to be a moral idea to put Indians in reservations, give them natural land, give them this and that. That was considered benevolence. There was an alternative to that, too. Right. Which historically, if you look out through the world, had been more commonly practiced. And it's not, and I'm not proud of that part of this. This is a dirty country. Yeah. If that's what it takes. You want an awesome country with all the good stuff from coast to coast? You are going to, there are going to be people who are tr- trodden on during it. That's it. But for you to say then, you can't have the Indians in Disney because we feel bad. Well, F you. That's a cheap ass way to do something. If you say you feel bad and you can't have the Indian answer, well, then do something to help an Indian. If you want to help a, a present day Indian, you can. There are plenty of ways to do it. But this idea that we're going to, it's so, it's so freaking, it's so uh, suburban wine box drinking mom. It so is. I'm going to do something symbolic that I feel good about, that I don't have to do anything really about. I feel good. See? There you go. There you go. Tap, 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 tap. It's, it really is. And it
2: has to be taken out on random high school cheerleaders who, like, they didn't invent the routine right. either.
3: You know, they're right. just a cheer it, but, group doing but a show. Not only that, Alice, it, it's like the same thing with the Black Lives Matter thing. It's like, oh, no, Black Lives Matter thing, put the lawn sign in, I'm going to give money to, so Shamanaka so, and Candy Grants can go on vacation. I'm going to. I'm going to do all these things, whatever. It's like, okay, tough guy. And this goes for b- both white progressives who are, who are all down. This is important to whatever, having the racial reckoning. And the um, black activist class as well. Mm-hmm. You know, this is important. This is important. George Floyd, you did the, the, the systems, racist systems are damaging, killing my people. It's like, you know what? Neither of you people did a GD thing. When real people, when it was unpopular to speak up, and real people were murdered and harassed and terrorized for doing it, mm-hmm. there was a time when really people had skin in the game and did that. None of these people are part of those people, right. are part of that itinerary. Now these are all just suburban. This, this these are our hobbyists doing mm-hmm. it now. When well, it yeah, came down I- to it, well, when it came down to it, when it came down to it, those people had to do things when it was highly unpopular. When you had to this wasn't this wasn't just not wearing a mask in the hardware store when you have to you were taking a stand where you were drawing the ire of everybody. Now tell me, these same people who felt cowed into going to the middle of the town and getting on one knee and saying, <laughs> "Oh, black lives matter." Tell me, have these people shown at all that I have that they have a scintilla of the intestinal fortitude to ever take a stand, really, for something?
2: I don't think any of them has a single opinion that differs from their friend group. I think that most people that we know, like the people in the town we used to live in, and some people around here, although it's like not as common that people are that into it, right? But I think most of them are used to agreeing with their peers on literally every topic. Right. And, and I don't think. Yes. I think that they find what's the popular opinion on everything, whether it's Black Lives Matter or Islamophobia or trans kids or whatever it is. Like they find what the popular stance is and they take that stance. Oh, this year we're all voting for Obama. We're all voting for Obama. Look, I have a voted sticker. This year we're all voting for Hillary Clinton. Love Hillary Clinton. Love her pantsuits forever. Love it. So cute. You know. I think that they literally just all do the same thing. I don't think any of them comes up with an opinion that's different. You know, I don't think they would like wear a shirt their friend thought was ugly either. Like, I I don't think they would do a single thing that was like remotely unpopular. And when it when you look back at history, a lot of the things that turned out to be like the right side of history in the long run were not popular at the time. So if you walk around in your life and you find yourself always agreeing with everybody you know about everything, like, I think you should ask yourself if maybe you could be wrong about some things because because there's no way that just by pure happenstance all the opinions that are popular in our pop culture right now are, for the first time in history, our culture is right about every moral issue.
3: Well, totally, and it's it's the incrementalization that is the challenge, and so there was no time in 1939 in Munich where they said huge industrial concentration death gas, uh, uh, gas uh, factories, yay or nay? That was not a thing. Of course, it was little by little by little by little by little, but a little, you know, a little bit. And it's the same way. And I'm sorry about this. It's the same way where. Okay, George Floyd died. That's bad. Okay, that's bad. We all agree that's bad. The tape is bad. That's bad. You and I agree that's bad. Yeah. Well, you know what? That happens every single day. Every single day when you're black, that can happen to you. Are you sure? Okay, that's terrible. That's terrible. But then, that's the point now when you're saying to yourself, wait a second. Do I agree with that? That's so bad that, as a matter of fact, you may not have known this, but Black Lives Matter. Well, wait a second. Don't all lives matter? No, no, no. Black li- You're not listening. Put the work in. Black Lives Matter. Ah. Uh, <laughs> black Lives Matter. Okay. And this will be brief. This will be brief. Now we just need you to, to send money, that's it, just a little bit of money to start the healing because of systems. Systems have been terrible, and it has to be there's black people, and systems have been racist, and black people killed in the streets and hunting down black people and black women and black women Oscars are so white and all this. So it's very very, very I guess I'll send money. but you're know, sending money now to Monica Cannon Grants group in in Boston, and she talks about pigment and riding white bleep and <laughs> sex with what for this and this and then the whore and that bitch and they do all, all stuff and, and like ah uh, <laughs> we doing this are we doing this but the lady on the you know on your community facebook's um video podcast has she they them she hey nick proton pro, pronouns next her so you're like okay i guess that's right if she's got that that's what good people do i think okay uh so yes yes at no, at any time there, you could have stopped and said, no, wait, no. I, by the way, guys, I've looked in this Monica, Monica Cannon Grants lady who's raising on the Black Lives Matter. She's a weird racist, a vile, and I don't trust her. And
2: she's, she's fundraising off a kid's suicide right, right. now, claiming right. they were murdered. At any
3: time, you could, you could have stopped at any of these increments, at any of these increments, but they didn't stop at any of the increments at all, ever. That's it. They did exactly as they were told. They consider themselves good and just and strong. I would have stood up. Mm-hmm. But no, these are the people who didn't stand up. And yeah. they, in history, that's how atrocities happen. That's how the Holocaust happened. I'm I'm going to use it. I don't care. Everybody else gets to use it. I'm using it, okay? The Holocaust, that's right. It was small incidents that right. allowed for the persecution of Jews. It was a small incident. It was the... Boycott that business because that person is being miserly. That person is in cahoots with that banker over there, and they're keeping you out. And you got screwed by World War One largely because of that person, who, by the way, is uh, comes from a, uh, a, a, a nomadic uh, life. So they're not tethered to any nationality around here, guys. So they come in here, these people over there, you know... And, and so, okay, you know what? Let's just let's shop somewhere else. Let's shop local, not Jewish, from now on. Let's do, 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 do. and that's how it happens. At no, it, it that's it, it happens because at no point do you look at your position and say, "Wait a second, I'm going to ask questions," even though it's unpopular. And right. so, by the time Kristallnacht happens, you're revved the frig up already. And then at that point, anything goes. Okay. And that's how these things happen. And that's why, like you, you
2: well to- and i think and we talked about this a little the other night i forget what we were even like how we got onto this topic but maybe about the ukraine stuff and how everybody feels like they're so good because they have like the ukraine flag we drove by a ukraine flag this morning that somebody have flying outside their house one of the uh a few of the towns near us have done like ukraine bake sales now and all this stuff right and like People feel like they're really good people, but, and, you know, I guess you know, raising money for global charitable causes is admirable, sure. I, I'm not going to sneeze at that, but I think a lot of times people want to substitute, like, theoretical goodness and theoretical acts of charity for, like, ones that you really have to do, you know? Like, they want to substitute that for, like, dealing with a homeless person, actually, and giving them something that they need. They want to substitute, like, doing a nice bake sale for Ukraine to, like, you know, taking care of an elderly Mm -hmm. relative
3: who's, you know, suffering and alone, I want to interject something here. Mm -hmm. There are those on the left who, though often miserable in personality, actually do all that stuff. Go to women's soup kitchens and do this stuff and actually are on the street and work with people. Work with the downtrodden... I
2: think fewer than ever amongst the suburban wine moms set, though. There's zero in
3: the suburban wine mom. None of them... These because are, they is- don't have
2: time. Because they're too busy taking their kids to 17 hockey practices and posting on social media about what good people they are because they think Zelensky's hot.
3: Yeah, I don't know if, how many of them are hockey moms, but... Well,
2: yeah, yes. that's true. To whatever sport.
3: But- hockey's... Um, first of all, <laughs> hockey's way too early in the morning and everybody's swinging over. And...
2: but yeah i don't think they're you know doing those other like literal acts of charity in their day-to-day lives and i think for a lot of people if you're lacking those human connections where you're like doing kind things for people day to day that you feel a void and you need to fill it with like these fake empty gesture things so you tweet out hashtag stand with ukraine and you feel a little bit better about yourself Especially when a ton of people like it, and Facebook makes it go more viral and all that.
3: And I think this actually has global consequences because we're so eager to tell the world how racist we are and how bad we are. And by the way, the other the other Indian story, one of the other Indian stories, is a ton of Narragansett considering free beach passes for Narragansett Indian tribe members. Narragansett, Rhode Island, going to give free beach passes. <laughs> Sorry for all the slaughtering. Here you go. (laughs) Here's your beach (laughs) pass. I mean, it's so incredible. It's so incredible. You don't have to give anybody beach passes, okay? The 1600s were a hell fest for everybody. The Indians sucked. The settlers sucked. The animals sucked. The weather sucked. The disease sucked, okay? Everybody was an a-hole, okay? None of the crap going on there would be acceptable in 2022. Nobody needs a effing beach pass for anything. Jesus Christ.
2: Well, yeah. And that's why I start to wonder sometimes, like, how far back does this go? Like, I've kind of joked before, like, if the Native Americans can still be upset about the 1600s, can I still be upset about, like, the Hagia Sophia in 1453? Like, is that too far back now? Is that not allowed? Like, what year do I get to be upset about? I mean, I guess. The Hagia
3: Sophia? Oh, the the, temple?
2: The church, yes. Now a mosque.
3: Okay. Yeah.
2: It's not me this time. That's not me. Um, but
3: by the way, but how, I by mean, the, but way, I was-
2: the, the Crusades were before that, and people are still upset about the Crusades. So, I guess I am still allowed to be upset about the Turks. They genocided the Christians out of Constantinople. Like, am I still allowed to be upset about that? But that was also just the way of the world for a really long time. Like, everybody did that to each other all the time. So, it seems that, like, sometime around the end of the Middle Ages, and we start to have, like, a changed sense of caring about this stuff. But it's just interesting to me because, like, yeah, everybody was genociding everybody up until a certain point where we all kind of said, like, you know, let's not actually do this anymore. This isn't the way people should treat each other, etc. But, you know, that that's a marks a change from the previous way that people operated.
3: Let me read about the beach pass. Okay. The first consulman of the tribe calls it a small symbolic step in the right direction, but Rhode Island needs to think about sovereignty for indigenous people. Just because they remove the fees doesn't mean we have control, he said. Dayline Narragansett, a few officials in the town of Narragansett are developing a plan to provide free beach and parking passes to members of the Narragansett Indian tribe. Um, If the plan becomes a law, it would get rid of parking, you know, uh, if the plan becomes law, the town, would also, the town would also offer members of the tribe the same parking and access passes that town residents get. At oh, no wow. cost. Well, how, uh, wow, how benevolent. The five member town council would still have to approve the plan, but the current majority has been uh, generally in favor. Uh, town leaders said it was the very beginning of broader efforts to work together with the tribe whose name it bears. We've got to start somewhere and to work with as much respect and uh, reverence as possible to achieve our goals, said Cynthia, whatever, chair of the committee. The the idea came up at a meeting last month when Cassius Spears Jr., first councilman of the tribe, mentioned it was one of several areas where the town and tribe could work together. Spears said in an interview Thursday that it's a step, a small step, and a symbolic one, but at least a step in the right direction. I do hope it does pass, Spears says. And I hope it's a starting point for further conversation. More fundamentally, though, Rhode Island needs to think about sovereignty for indigenous people, Spears said. We're just like the state of Rhode Island, Spears said. Rhode Island is the ocean state. We're the ocean tribe. Yet we don't have any access, any access that we have sovereignty or jurisdiction over without some sovereignty.
2: They want sovereignty over the beaches? Yes,
3: or entity controlling it. We have none of that. Just because they remove the fees does not mean we have control. So there you go. There you go. They so are, they're
2: not happy with the beach passes. They're not happy
3: passes. with the beach passes. Good try for the Narragansetts. not
2: going to be enough, I don't think.
3: What is this beeping?
2: I don't know what's making noise. It's not me in this case.
3: Hello? Chuck. For the moment, it's not happening. Yeah. But um, stop effing around. First of all, the first tribe or whatever this guy's name is, is probably freaking dude who works at GE or something. It's like, stop it. You're Americans now. Yeah. Whether you like it or not, okay? Welcome to the suck. You're Americans now. You and I, uh, what is that f- noise? Hello? Hello? No! Does that stop it? Hello? Check. Okay. <sighs> Um it's like it, the, the whole role play it just, I'm just I'm just done with this this particular movie of l- making pretend we need sovereignty. Well guess what? The days of Indian sovereignty on the beach at Narragansett are over, okay? The days of all sorts of sovereignty are over. The hey. days when you could go and, you know, own 300,000 acres and then not be um not have a a interstate highway over coming through you you know we don't have sovereignty okay nobody has sovereignty jesus christ it's so it's just so i'm
2: yeah no we're not going to actually like i get it it sucks jackson was mean why, we but a, but like we're not actually giving back the country now it's too late it's done it's over but also we can't relitigate uh, something like 400 years ago
3: nobody the beach also costs me money. And it costs you money, Alice. It costs everybody money to go hang out at the beach. I'm, what do you want? Well, it used to be
2: free when the Indians ran things.
3: Huh? Right. But a lot of stuff happened, okay? Including uh, the, the Maxim Weisset or whatever the dickhead's name was. Uh, Metacom? P- yes, King Philip. Yeah. Who decided to go wh- whack job uh, one day and decided to go scorched earth and kill all the colonists and, and genocide them. He intended to kill them all and genocide them. Do you right. understand? Right out of the continent, okay? <laughs> that was his plan, and he tried, and he failed. And the problem is that when you try something like that and you fail, and you kill women, children, men, and animals, the family doggies, etc., then then uh, you create um, a resentment, okay? And resentment means that you lost your freaking beach parking. All right? (laughs) I'm sorry about that. God damn it. I'm so sick of this.
2: Enough. Well, you'll be shocked to know that one of the other things the left doesn't want us to do because of uh, indigenous people is use fossil fuels. So if you look, I just sent you a nice little AOC clip there that I had sent you um, previously, but we did not use it.
3: This is five minutes long, so you can get to it quickly. Yeah,
0: we have a crisis of missing and, um, and murder of Indigenous and Black women in the United States. Today, I want to discuss part of this crisis that is all too often overlooked, but whose evidence shows that there's a very meaningful connection here. The correlation between fossil fuel extraction sites and abductions and murders of Indigenous women across the United States we're very lucky there to have go. Ms. Angel Charlie here with us today to start that conversation.
2: Ms. Charlie, let's...
3: what is the correlation?
2: The correlation is when you take out the fossil fuels,
3: mm-hmm.
2: native women get abducted.
3: Why? Well, why? What's her? what's, her, what's there's her... an
2: important connection there. What's us their... Start at
0: the top. Can you draw a brief and introductory introductory picture of how fossil fuel extraction efforts expose Indigenous women to physical and often sexual violence. Why is it that oil, gas, and fossil fuel extraction sites have such a high correlation of violence and abduction against uh, Native women? Thank you for that question. Uh, Fossil fuel industry creates man camps or temporary settlements that often exist right outside the outside the borderlands of indigenous communities. As I stated earlier, uh, many tribes do not have tribal jurisdiction over non-Native offenders, which a majority of these oil workers are. We know that when these man camps or temporary establishments are created, that there is an increase in violence and particularly sexual violence against our Native women. So when there's an... There you go. The oil workers grab them and rape them. That is...
3: So, what I take this to mean is that... Yeah, okay. This is a bit of a bank shot. This <laughs> is means that drunken men with prostitutes, I assume, are um are being violent.
2: Sounds possible.
3: Okay. So, there you go. Man camps.
2: Well, now do you feel bad about having the thermostat so high?
3: Well, I mean, to to be honest... This is just, this is a story really about prostitution. I mean, what do you say? It's prostitution is the thing, the elements that revolve around prostitution are all dangerous. Mm -hmm. You know, you've got drug abuse, um, alcohol, you have, um, you, you know, destitution in prostitutes, and some vile characters. And you've got, I assume it's part of a bigger plan. Generally, these women are pimped out, I assume. I assume there's all sorts of stuff going on there. And it, it's it's not, there's a reason why, there's a reason why you don't, prostitution has not been wedged into the STEM field, you know, even though graphic design now is. Mm-hmm. Because it. <laughs> It brings with it a lot of bad stuff, right? It's not, it's not good. I am not a guy who is known for uh, um, employing a lot of street prostitutes, but I have seen them at work and seen their surroundings, and it ain't good. And the people, if, if people have been in the combat zone in Boston, who have been there, and you missed the combat zone essentially, also, which, mm-hmm. which is probably good, because yeah. had I met you there, I would have been weird. I think you would have been there. That would have been an odd thing. <laughs> had you been know, there, I wouldn't have been there. Yeah. I wouldn't even uh, know what it was. Good uh it was not a good scene so that's it so aoc to to make the bank shot the prostitution um indigenous peoples yeah it's just another attempt to uh, and this is wise of the left though that everything is everything everything can be dovetailed and tied in with everything prostitution i'm sorry uh, sex uh, workers abduction sex workers uh, the climate Social justice—that it's all part of the same thing. Mm-hmm. Can't go away. And Ukraine that's...
2: is part of Trump. Is part of exactly. But Matter especially is... when,
3: you, especially mm-hmm. usually that why you climate is so good because nobody can disprove or prove anything. You know, it's a science that's not exact. <laughs> it's out there. Nobody knows. So yeah, it is. It's just that's right. The climate causes war, wildfire, terrorism, and everything, and prostitution, and then yeah, all the things. And that's why you can't park in there. I can't sit anymore because they... That said, those Narragansett beaches Mm -hmm. may be taken by the ocean soon.
2: Oh. Well, then who has sovereignty?
3: Right. The ocean. Mother (laughs) Gaia, whatever has sovereignty. Um, So. What's the other thing I was saying earlier? Um, Oh, yeah, the one other thing. is it all of the self-flagellation that this country does? Mm-hmm. We're so terrible. We're bad to BIPOC people. We're bad to Asian people. We've killed all the indigenous people. We've we've got uh, systemic racism. We have to help stop killing everybody in abduction and murders of indigenous women across the United States. And we have to look out because we do all the, um, because stakeholders are getting hurt and systems are terrible and all this. Sort of... This does have global resonance. Right. And not only did you have Black Lives Matter riots across Europe, even though they don't have the same history with any of this that we have, they have a different history. So like the George Floyd killing, whatever. but it just shows just how much influence America has and how the, the, what's a fad in America, like the BLM stuff and all the, we don't need a racial reckoning. We need a racial reckoning stuff. Is goes global through the U.S. and permeates every country, including the Soviet Union, including Russia. It mm-hmm. does, whether or not they have the media. You know, because uh, uh, Putin can essentially shut off the media there, like with a spigot, kind of at least the the the, the, mm-hmm. the traditional media. But are telling people that racism is so omnipresent and that white supremacy. Is so omnipresent. You know the January 6th footage was shown through Russia. And Putin was like, yeah, jack this up. Absolutely. Because it was a white supremacist attack. White supremacist attack.
2: I mean, you still have people like Bill Maher said it on his show the other day, like made some joke. I mean, and I know he's a comedian, but like there are people attacking their capital. We don't know what that would be like. Ha ha, says his audience. Like comparing it literally to an actual war with people dying right
3: and so you got people around suburbs all around the country here saying we're so racist we're so racist well yes you've said this enough created such a drumbeat enough been it's been you've you've carried on the sedan on the shoulders of uh american culture now so much this idea of racism everywhere that vladimir putin is using it yeah and saying but by the way the racism is all over ukraine too they're as bad as us it's all over Ukraine as well. You see? You see? It's full of Nazis. So we have to go in there and help because white supremacists are everything. You saw the Capitol. If it can happen in America, it can happen in Ukraine. And that's exactly what is happening. And it's absolute, in total, utter, in total, utter royal horse bleep. <laughs>
2: Thank you so much for joining everyone. If you are a Patreon listener, you can join us over there. I have some really good money-saving tips from Bloomberg to share with you, and we'll talk more about the economy and what Biden is thinking he might be able to do about gas prices. Um, you can find that at patreon.com slash burnbarrel. You can always, of course, find us for free at youtube.com, at rumble.com. We're also anywhere else you like to listen to podcasts.